Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you again for joining us. I'm going to read to you from the book of John, and this may be uh, my favorite passage in the Bible. You know, when you uh, meditate in scriptures, they become a part of who you are. And I can't imagine my life without the first chapter of John. It, it, it makes my world make sense, the book of John does, uh, the first chapter of John. Um, I love it. So let's dive in a little bit here. John 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. So what is he talking about? He's talking about Jesus. You know, before Jesus was called Jesus, he was the Word. Pre-existent Jesus was the Word. And you know, some of these things you say, how's that possible? Um... I don't know, but it is. It's the spirit realm. Uh, there's many things that our mind has a tough time wrapping around, but are possible. In the beginning was the word. In the beginning starts time. And look at the parable between uh, the parallel between Genesis and, and John. Genesis 1.1, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness covered the face of the deep. And God said, let there be light. That was the word that was with God and the word that was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. Made by who? By Jesus. By the word. By the let there be light. If you read the commandments of God, and he said, and let the dry land appear and let grass appear on the dry land in every tree. That was Jesus' creative power. He wasn't Jesus yet. He was the word. But that's why it's always Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was was brooding on the face of the water. And so you see all three in creation there. God the Father, the word, and the Holy Ghost. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, the creative force that turned darkness into light, that made dry land appear. The creative force, we call it life, but it's what it's the spark that that brought it brought the world into being. That's called life, and that's in Jesus. You know, the message that we preach is the message of Jesus Christ. You can preach on healing but you're preaching Jesus. You can preach salvation, but you're preaching Jesus. You can preach peace of mind. Again, you're preaching Jesus. You can preach on, on how God is good, and you're preaching on Jesus. Without, without Jesus, we don't have a way back to the Father. So the message is Christ. In whom was life? In him was life, and the life was the light of men. You know, when I preach on healing, this is a lot of times what I preach on. Darkness is anything that comes from the devil. Darkness doesn't originate from God. Darkness... Come, is the absence of light. So darkness, sickness is darkness. Depression is darkness. Fear is darkness. It's a power of darkness. Colossians 1, 13 says, uh, says, who has translated us from the, it says, who has, who has excuse me, who, <laughs> and this is like my favorite verse. And then when I need it, it runs off the end of my tongue. It says, um, uh, the Lord who has delivered us from the power of darkness. That word power means lawful authority, and darkness means the evil forces that dominate this world. You could be talking about like it's dark outside, but it's spiritual darkness. So in him was life, and the life was the light of men. So light is, is the thing that overcomes darkness. Light is the thing that shines, and darkness flees. Darkness disappears. You flip a light switch on, darkness disappears. You, you, you flip the power of God on, sickness disappears. In him, in Christ, was life. Everything you need is in Jesus. If you need help in your, fi- if there's financial darkness in your life, Christ is the light. If there's marital darkness in your, in, your, in your relationship, Christ is the light. If there's darkness in your body in the form of diabetes, in the form of sickness, in the form of lameness, Christ is the light.
In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in darkness. Think about that. Let there be light, the parallel to Genesis 1. And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness, the King James says the darkness comprehended it not. The, the other translations, many of them say the darkness could not overcome it. The darkness didn't know what to do with itself. The darkness didn't have any recourse. The light was shining and the darkness had to flee. Darkness dissipates where light shines. Light fills in, fills in the, the molecules and, and kicks darkness out. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. Notice the light won't share any glory with anybody, and, 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 as, and he shouldn't. That was the true light which lights every man that comes into the world, the life on the inside of every man, the spark, their spirit. You know, the Bible says that God is the father of spirits, so Jesus is the light that shines. Whether someone receives him or not, God is the source of their spirit. People just choose what they do with their spirit after that. Every man, no one's going to be able to say, hey, I didn't have a chance. No one's going to be able to say, hey, God was unjust. You know, I didn't have an opportunity. He was born of God and given the opportunity. He was given the opportunity. The Bible says that in Romans 1 that God has made himself known by the things that can be seen in creation. Everyone has had an opportunity to see and then ask God, God, if you're real, look, I see this. And, and I don't believe, you know, I don't believe that, that it just came from a gas. Uh, l- look at this thing. Lord, if, if you're real out there, show yourself to me. The burden's on people to seek. The Bible says, seek the Lord. But people, people are rebellious in their heart and they don't want to. That was the true light which lights every man that comes in the world. He was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. You know, interesting to think that those same creative force that put the world into being then came and put on flesh and came into the world, but the world didn't recognize him. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. Talking about the Jews. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. But as many as received him, received who? Received the word. Received the light. Received the light. Received the life. To as many as received him, to them gave he power to become. Everyone say power to become. You know, as a, as a child of God, we are in the process of becoming. We're at a place now where we're becoming, we're becoming the sons of God. We are children of God, but I believe everyone's becoming a son of God, a full-grown, mature son. You're not called to just get born again and then not progress. There's a power that's available for you to become sickness-free, for you to walk in, 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 your, in your sonship when it comes to your health, to you to walk in your sonship when it comes to your your, your finances, to you to walk in your sonship when it comes to obedience to the call of God. As many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of the man, but of God. This speaks of John 3 when Jesus said, you must be born again. Yes, I was born July 29th, 1986, but I was born again. And this time I wasn't born of blood. I wasn't born of the will of the, the flesh. I wasn't born of my parents' desires. I was born of God. I've been born again. And the word was made flesh. The word became flesh. There was a time when when the word wasn't flesh. But then that's what the word Emmanuel means, God with us, incarnate, right? It's the word incarnate. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bare witness of him and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake. He that comes after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. 
and of his fullness have all we received in grace for grace or grace after grace or grace upon grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. When you pray and ask the Lord, Lord, let me my eyes see your truth. You know what you're praying for? Lord, let me know Jesus. When you say, Lord, I need grace, increase my grace. You're saying, Lord, let me know Jesus. When you say, Lord, I need more love. You're saying, Lord, let me know, let me see Jesus. When you're saying, Lord, I need healing. You're asking, Lord, let Jesus move on my behalf. Lord, I, I, I'm asking for provision. Well, he's the provider. The message of the cross is the message of Jesus. We, yes, we preach salvation, but we preach Jesus. Yes, we preach healing, but we preach Jesus. Yes, we preach abundance and provision, but we're preaching Jesus. These are things that he's paid for. This is the message that, that it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. No man, verse 18, no man has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he has declared him. So that means that Jesus came to make the Father known. And then Colossians 1 talks about the same thing. Hebrews 1 talks about the same thing. He's the express image of the Father. I'm going to read to you from Colossians chapter 1. And I'm going to read, I think, verse 15. Let me pull this up here. Yeah. Verse 15, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. What does that mean to be firstborn of every creature? Jesus, God, was the firstborn before he was the lamb slain before the foundation of the earth. Before, before God even put time in place, he had already made the decision to send Jesus. So he's the firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things. And by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, which is us, the church, who is the beginning the firstborn from the dead, that in th- all things he might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him should all the fullness dwell. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself. By him I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. And that you were sometimes alienated by the en- and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now has he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. You know, we... We're commended to keep our hearts and our minds filled with the message of gospel. Colossians 3.16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. You know, for us, it's everything. The beginning of our lives from our rising up to our lying down becomes about Jesus. Don't lose sight of that. God's got, got things that he's called you to do, but our life is to know him. Paul said that I may know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings. So this is to remind you that it's Jesus that you're serving, that the message is Jesus, that the cross is about Jesus, that eternal life is Jesus, that truth came from Jesus, that grace is Jesus. Jesus said, I'm the way. I am the truth. I am the life. All men come to the Father but by me. Lord, I'm asking you for wisdom. You're asking the Lord for Jesus. 1 Corinthians 1.30 says, He is made unto us to become wisdom. Jesus is wisdom. So that the awesome thing is we can turn our eyes and set our focus on this one who's become all these things to us. Jesus, you are my eternal life. Lord, you are my helper. Lord, you are the baptizer in the Holy Ghost and fire. Lord, you are the wisdom that I need. Lord, you are eternal life. Lord, you are everything I need. You're the one who answers all my prayers. Lord, you're the one who watches over your word to perform it. You're my great shepherd. You're my soon coming king. The message of Christianity 
is the message of Jesus Christ. He's the door. He's the shepherd. He's the soon coming king. He's the eternal judge. He's the lawgiver. He's the great I am. He's the all-sufficient one. He's the lamb slain before the foundation of the earth. (laughs) And he's wonderful. Jesus is wonderful. I'm so thankful we get to live this life and, 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 and for me called to preach the gospel. So grateful that I get to proclaim the one who's the only savior of mankind. You know, he came on this earth to rescue us. He came to undo the works of the devil. He came to set the captives free. He came to set things right. He, he came to turn things back over to the Father. He came, to, he came to, for the restitution of all things. And we get to be a part of his body, loved by the head, loved by the head of the church. In him we live and move and have our being. Father, we love you. Thank you for sending your son. Thank you that we get to have a relationship with him and that we have eternal life through him. We honor you. We bless you and we love your name. Thank you for Jesus. Jesus, we love you. Amen. God bless you. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next podcast.